0: The call to build your small business? Make it happen with a .NET domain name,
1: the place for dreamers for 30 years and counting. Visit keepdreamingup.net for tips and advice, whether you're just getting started or looking to grow. That's keepdreamingup.net. Welcome to Locked On Cowboys. I am glad you are tuning in. This is Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star Telegram. We have a great episode lined up for you. I will play sound of defensive coordinator Rod Marinelli, and he addresses a lot of the pass rush and the problems with the Cowboys' pass rush, the hope for the Cowboys' pass rush. They had two sacks in the opener, which, on the bright side, they are on pace for more sacks than they have last year. They had 31 sacks last year, 28 in 2014. They are on pace for a grand total of 32. This is a team that has not had 40 or more sacks since 2011. So the pass rush remains a concern. Uh, And you will hear from Rod Marinelli himself coming up shortly. But first, I want to touch on kind of the hot topics from yesterday. And first and foremost, Coach Jason Garrett was asked about explosive plays. These are difference-making plays for the Cowboys. They don't really have a certain percentage they want to hit, but they certainly want to do better than they did against the Giants. The longest play, well, first off, explosive plays, at least from the Cowboys' perspective, are 16-plus yard passes and 12-plus yard runs. The longest play the Cowboys had was a 21-yard pass in the first half from Dak Prescott to Jeff Swain. It was a nice play. It was a play action in which Dak rolled to his left and hit Swain uh, kind of down the left side on a flag route. And it it was a good play. It was a solid play. But that should not be the quote-unquote explosive play for the Cowboys. The second longest play, a 17-yard pass to Jason Witten in the first quarter. There were also a pair of 16-yard passes, one to – Bryce Butler, one to Lance Dunbar. Uh, The the one to Dunbar was late in the game that preceded the the play to Terrence Williams where he infamously stayed in bounds and did not go out of bounds. The longest rush was by Alfred Morris, a 13-yard rush uh, late in the third quarter. So, Ezekiel Elliott, his longest runs as we've discussed were Eight yards. So the Cowboys desperately, desperately need more explosive plays. Like the Giants, they hit that big forty-yard, forty-five-yard pass down the sideline on a go route. Eli to Adele Beckham, where he outran Orlando Skandrick. and the Byron Jones pushed him out just before he scored. So the Giants went on to score that drive. Uh, the Giants also had, you know, a 23-yard pass to Victor Cruz and a 20-yard pass to Sterling Shepard. So, you know, those were three 20-plus-yard plays. The Cowboys had one 21-yard play. So explosive plays are certainly an area where the Cowboys must improve. Uh They keep the defense honest, they put them on their heels, and in turn, it opens up the passing game. And Jason Garrett said, and I quote, We do value making big plays and preventing big plays. We feel like that correlates more to scoring points than any other statistic. So it's really important to make them and prevent them, but we don't do it as a percentage. So there's not, so pretty much Jason Garrett is saying, we don't look at it. You know, our 80 plays and say 10% need to be explosive plays. But the Cowboys certainly need to hit a more than just a 21-yard pass to Jeff Swain. But before we get into Rod Marinelli and what he said to reporters, let me remind you all, make sure you checked out Locked On Podcast Network. Pretty much every team has its personalized podcast. So if you know a Giants fan, if you know a Chargers fan, if you know a Chiefs fan, tell them to go to Locked On Podcast Network and search for their respective podcast and listen in. These are podcasts with the most knowledgeable guys speaking on the team. And for you fantasy guys, I can't recommend Locked On Fantasy enough with my man Vinny. He has you covered who to start, who to sit, who is a sleeper, who is a dark horse, who should you be picking up on the free agent wires that your buddies might not have heard of or might not know of yet. So definitely check out those podcasts. But let's get back to the defense and Rod Marinelli. I thought he was very honest uh, the other day in just assessing the pass rush and saying, it, quite simply, it wasn't good enough, and the pass rush definitely has to improve against the Redskins in order to keep Kirk Cousins more honest. You don't want Jordan Reed going off. So uh, here is Rod Marinelli talking about the pass rush and also talking about Byron Jones uh, from a Cowboys perspective, hopefully slowing down Jordan Reed. Talking the
0: what sort of pressure you felt, you were able to get in that first game and. Were you able to pick it up as the game went on? Did you feel it? um It's not good enough. Like obviously, uh, we, we had our spurt in there for a little bit, and I think we'll learn off of that. But it's, you know, it's not good enough. If you don't win like that, it's nothing's good enough.
1: But it's not good enough. It seemed like you guys had flashes. Cedric had the tackle for loss. David Irving had a tackle for loss, but is it just about getting that consistency throughout the game? No
0: question. And starting off. You know, we started a little bit, and then we got in the wall. It, it's just that you just gotta go play one snap at a time. We got no excuse. They gotta play a little bit better. I thought we were high at times as the game went on. looked a little bit tired as we went on, and we shouldn't have been, uh, especially with the rotation. So, I, to me, it's just get right back in, saddle up, and just keep grinding away at these guys. How quick can Ryan Davis get acclimated? Um, he's had some background in the uh, uh, in the system in Jacksonville, so come out and had a couple good days. So every every process now gets speeded up a little bit. Is so it 2013 all over again with uh, yeah. like the good guys and on yeah. Tuesday, yeah. getting ready? You know, um, so we just. Uh, one, if you get guys really hungry and go hard for it and stuff, which he seems to have. We had about a couple of the guys that brought him in and on the practice squad and working really hard, looking for opportunities. So just every guy comes in this building with Coach. It's, it's really interesting. has been a guy that's been banged up a lot the last couple of years. was like, really active in the game. Is this kind of yeah, what you expect? He, he, he had a terrific game. He really did. Oh, he was a powerful man. and
1: Yes, that's what I've seen from him. Oh, and he'd, he'd go for a little bit and bang down
0: or camp or, So this is a, the longest period of time he's been able to practice and all those things. So I think he can really be, this guy's a wonderful guy. Is it tricky with guys like that, that he was very productive in limited snaps, but you want to find a good balance where he I'd play like, more? I'd like to open it up a little more for him, you know, and being smart. You know, he's, he's, he's playing extremely well. What's the, what's the attributes that you his power. He's got great power. He's got great feet. I mean, he has got great feet for that position. His balance and all those things. And he's got, he's just a guy who's in great shape. I mean, plays all the way downfield tackles. And, you know, he's just, he's, he really fits what we're doing. What's great feet for a defensive model? You know, like, it's hard, I guess. You can't measure it, you know, but you can see it. And it's, when I look at feet, it's that way. You know what I'm saying? You're going this way. That exactly. one is planted, and your feet. The one thing where you gain strength when you take the weight room to the field is your feet. If your feet are in contact with your ground, you got. If you have great strength and your feet are high, you never use it.
1: The, the defensive line rotation that first week, You stars were out there the first ten plays, and
0: you changed out all yeah. four. Would you revisit that again, or is it... maybe a little bit? I, I didn't. One, I thought we got gassed a little bit early. The first group, ah, you know, just nerves and all that. And then what you like to do, I love, is just get those other guys in so they, even if it's three snaps, they get the feel of the game tempo. And then when they come in again, but maybe too long. You already are the the individual effort with guys, obviously, but it, in this camp. With, with the way they popped up in suspensions, you really didn't have a group in there for continuity purposes it's, do you feel that, is, that showed up in the first game at all that you're not where you would like to be as far as your core guys working together I, I would that and then maybe just a, a lack of uh, preseason game work pad work I mean that's those are and now some of these guys you just got to work them through it that's the first real heavy work that they've done and now all of a sudden you you get camp legs a little bit, you know, so it's just that's where the rotation hopefully helps us, and now we've just got to grind through that that part of the game. So you thought that was a little bit evident, and you thought that was a little bit evident as, as this first game went on? I did, okay. yeah, and, and we got high, You know, that's the first sign of, you know, just getting enough practice, and at times, your paddle level lifts up, so that's a big emphasis. Just do those things right, we'll get better. Are there any similarities between Washington run game and what you guys see? You know? okay.
1: Alright, that was Rod Marinelli, and I will play the rest of that interview shortly. But that, you know, there he was talking a lot about the defensive line and how much pressure they need to get on him and whether or not they need to adjust how they kind of do the wave rotation. And, uh, you, you know, at the end of the day... The Cowboys' pass rush was all right against Eli. They got two sacks. Eli finished the game 19 of 28 passing for 207 yards. He did have three touchdowns, one interception. So, uh, you you know, pretty solid performance by Eli from a statistical standpoint, especially from a fantasy standpoint when you look at the three touchdowns, which reminds me, make sure you go to fanduel.com and join their fantasy leagues. I cannot recommend it enough. I play it myself. It's not too late. Week two is only days away, and the Cowboys, you know, Dak Prescott might not have been the best fantasy dual player uh, or fan dual player for you this week, but he could step it up this week. Is Kirk Cousins a guy you want to look at, given how the Cowboys, given how Eli did against the Cowboys? So FanDuel, fantasy football for everyday fans. There's new contests starting every week. There's no such thing as a busted season on FanDuel. Just pick a contest, choose your team, and watch your score in real time. And FanDuel has even upgraded the experience this year. Get even more contest varieties. You can try beginner contests for new players only. You can settle a little score with a friend in a head-to-head contest. Try a 50-50 contest where the top half win cash. Play in larger tournaments for even more excitement. Play for a dollar. Choices for every budget out there. And this week's Sunday Million Contest is paying out $2 million. That is $200,000 to first place. Talk about a mortgage going away if you can win. So, try FanDuel now and get up to $50 in free entries. New users who deposit will get five free entries to NFL 50 50 beginner contest valued up to $50. Go to fanduel.com, click the join now button, and use my promo code LO Cowboys. That's LO Cowboys. Locked on Cowboys. LO Cowboys. Go to FanDuel.com, promo code LOCOWBOYS, void, rare, prohibited. But I can't recommend FanDuel enough. It is a fun, fun uh, site to play fantasy games on. Speaking of which, the Cowboys, and looking at the defense and how they're going to kind of approach the Redskins... And we're about to hear Rod Marinelli talk about, you know, how they're going to handle the running game of the Redskins. Of course, they're without Alfred Morris, who's joined the Cowboys. But they still have a decent rushing attack. And more importantly, they got a great tight end in Jordan Reed. Byron Jones of the Cowboys is a guy to watch on Reed. He did a great job protecting – or, excuse me, shutting down Rob Gronkowski last year. He will have the tall order of slowing down Jordan Reed and Rod Marinelli touch on that. Let me finish this Rod Marinelli interview for y'all.
0: Yeah, oh, it helps. Oh, yeah. i the mean, same thing. It's similar. They know we're going to be so But no, it, we get the best look in football with our offense every day. So it's, you know, they're the best. So we've been against camp and pod drills and everything. So that hopefully that really helps us. How nice is it to have a guy like Byron Jones to match up with Jordan Reed? Oh, it's you know, that's one of the reasons we really like him at safety. He's, he's, he's got that flexibility, and it's not getting him out of his package, you know, not playing corner goal here this week. So he's a big athletic guy that can, yeah, can, uh, we have a lot of confidence in. How did Collins play for you in that first game? You know, there were some flashes. You mm-hmm. know, a couple times footwork or something, but he had a heck of a rush and we lost contain over there. And uh, it, was a, it was a big play for us. He, he could have had a chance. But uh, I liked where he started and I really love what he's done this week. I think that second week, guys really started getting comfortable a little bit more and haven't had a good good week of practice so far. Is this an offense so that will take more shots than the Giants? He uh, seems to get it out quicker these guys. Oh, yeah, yeah he got it longer. Yeah, because it's a running game. They can pound that run. You know, their run attempts. And one thing they've always done, uh, they do a hiccup job, is they're always getting that 24, 25, 26 run attempts at you. And so you got to, hand, and then they play action off those things. That's when their shots come. And they do this. It, but it's, you got to come in and slam the run. If you don't, they, that thing starts leaking on you, and then you got to play a run. All
1: right. So that was defensive coordinator Rod Marinelli. You listened to a good. Eight to ten minutes of his press conference the other day, and and I feel like that should give you good perspective on the Cowboys and how they're going to approach the Redskins. And as he heard, he loves Byron Jones. He's a you know the second year safety out of UConn was very versatile for him last year. Played cornerback, played safety. Now he's a full time safety, and he matches up well against those lengthy tight ends who are. Borderline wide receivers. Of course, Jordan Reed, much like Jason Witten, will line up and block, but he is a receiving threat for the Redskins. So the Cowboys can't let a tight end burn them. Larry Donnell last week in the opener had a touchdown for the Giants, and he always seems to find the creases in the Cowboys. So it's going to be a very tall task to make sure Jordan Reed doesn't shine on Sunday night. And for more Redskins Cowboys talk, join me tomorrow. I plan on having my coworker Shereen Williams join me, and we'll discuss all the different matchups and everything like that going into Sunday's game. So you'll be ready to go Saturday. Again, this is Locked On Cowboys. I'm Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star Telegram. As always, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at Drew Davison, D A V I S O N. Shoot me an email, Davison at star-telegram.com. Until next time, take care and thanks for listening. the list.